0: Hey there everybody, I'm Joseph, and welcome back to Overflow today, where we take five minutes to see how the gospel can overflow from you to others. And the ideas come from the best books on evangelism in the world. You know, Christians are often labeled intolerant, and that can make you less willing to share your faith with your non-Christian friends. Well, today on Overflow, evidence that suggests that Christians are the number one most tolerant group of people in town and why that should give you confidence as you move toward your non-Christian friends with the gospel. Some of these thoughts are from a book called True for You, But Not for Me by Paul Copan. Now, how is it possible that Christians are the most tolerant group of people in the community when we are the ones, and sometimes the only ones, who are willing to call something wrong or immoral? People seem to resent Christians for doing that, and they label us as intolerant for calling someone else's choices immoral. Well, Christians can understand that they really are the most tolerant group of people by grasping the difference between false tolerance and true tolerance. Now, here's the popular version of tolerance today. It goes like this. If you oppose my moral views, you are mean-spirited and you are a bigot. That's false tolerance. Now, true tolerance, the type we Christians practice, might sound more like this, as we would say, You and I totally disagree on what's right or wrong on this matter, but that doesn't threaten our friendship. Do you see the difference? That's true tolerance. False tolerance forbids others to disagree with that person's views. As Christians, we practice the virtue of true tolerance by giving others the right to disagree with us, and we will still honor and love that person who disagrees with us. You know, it's really easy to have this confused in our minds. And no wonder, because huge parts of our society have bought into this notion that the meaning of tolerance is to not call anything wrong. But that very notion is self-contradicting, because the false tolerance message is basically this. You are wrong to call something wrong. Do you hear the contradiction? Tolerance people call our position wrong. And our crime is that we called something wrong. That sounds like the height of hypocrisy. Well, here's a way you might answer when someone says to you, you're intolerant for saying that. How about if your answer to that was this? Well, why aren't you tolerant of my view on this? Aren't you being intolerant of me right now? Now, as Christians, we approach things differently, don't we? We welcome people who disagree with us. We are very open to hearing their opinions and thoughts and dialoguing with them without calling them names. Now, we might disagree with their opinion and sometimes even actively oppose what they're trying to accomplish, but we still want to be their friend. We show love to them. We keep open dialogue going with them. Here's another great response from Copan for when you are charged with being intolerant. Here's the response. Well, yes, it's true that we Christians don't believe in the equality of all ideas. Instead, we believe in the equality of all people. Isn't that a great thought that shows the difference in false tolerance and true tolerance? As Christians, we're willing to say that the ideas of Hitler and the ideas of, let's say, Mother Teresa are not equally tolerable. Instead, we believe in the equality of all people, and we call abuse of that equality toward any people wrong. Not being willing to express disagreement with another human being is not really tolerance, according to Copan. He says a more accurate name for that is moral gutlessness. Now, Copen says that being opinionated is not a sign of judgmentalism or intolerance. Having opinions is a sign of maturity. Okay, are we clear on this? That person who screams, you're intolerant at you, is basically telling you that you are forbidden from disagreeing with them. But you as a committed Christian really are the most tolerant person in our community because you'll let them disagree with you and you'll still be a friend to them. Now knowing that should make you more willing to step out and engage your non-Christian friends in good discussions that can lead to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with them. Overflow highly recommends the book True For You But Not For Me for dozens of great insights like this. It's by Paul Copan and it's from Bethany House Publishers. That's all for this edition of Overflow Today. I'm Joseph Hanford. Now don't forget that all our shows and small group discussion guides that go along with each show are always available for free for you at our website overflowtoday.com. That's overflowtoday.com. Now go pour into someone's life.